Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Man, well, family, I want you to open your Bible today. I want you to open your Bible. We're going to the book of Luke, the book of Luke, chapter 24. Chapter 24, of course, a familiar, a familiar scripture in the passion of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, Luke 24, we're going to begin at verse 1. We're going to begin at verse 1. Luke 24 and verse 1. Here the word of God reads, it says, Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had um which they had prepared and certain others with them. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were much perplexed thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, Why seek ye the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men, and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words and returned from the sepulcher and told all these things unto the eleven and to all the rest. We're going to speak today from the subject, our response, our response. After Jesus died, his body was wrapped in linen, in linen, in a linen garment, grave clothes, and laid in the sepulcher by Joseph of Arimathea. Here Joseph had begged Pilate, give me his body, give me his body, I will take care of it. And he did just that. He did just that, placing him in the sepulcher. And also there were women from Galilee who followed him and saw where he laid him in the sepulcher, where no one else had ever laid. That's where he put him. And these women were Mary Magdalene, Joanna, and Mary, the mother of James, and the other women that were with them. They were there. And this brings us to our text. Start with, look back with me, rather, at verse number one. Look at verse number one. Now upon the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they came unto the sepulcher, bringing the spices which they had prepared and certain others, others with them. The women had prepared these spices to virtually embalm Jesus, to embalm his body. And we, we need to pause for a moment because they brought these spices. They were going to put them on his face and on his feet. But there was the stone that was in front of the door. The stone is, is, um, is, is estimated that the stone was approximately a ton, a ton. Even if it was off a little bit, <laughs> it was still extremely heavy. Those ladies were not going to be able to move the stone. Why did they go? 
It was in their heart. They just wanted to be close to the Lord Jesus. Or could it be, could it be that the Father had placed something in their spirit so that they could be there to witness? Uh, oh, there's so much that's going on here. Look with me at verse number two. Look at verse two. And they found the stone rolled away from the sepulcher. And they entered in and found not the body of the Lord Jesus. And it came to pass, as they were perplexed, much perplexed, thereabout, behold, two men stood by them in shining garments, in shining garments. The stone closing the sepulcher had been rolled away and the body of Jesus was gone. The body of Jesus was gone. It had been rolled away. This one ton stone simply had been rolled away. And there it was. They're looking and they cannot believe what they're witnessing. As they found that Jesus's body was missing, they were completely distraught. They were completely distraught. Where could he be? Where could he be? Who could have taken our Jesus away? These questions and thoughts raced through their minds as they were frustrated and and afraid and, 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 and angry all at the same time. But then they noticed what appeared unto them, two men, two men in shining garments that were just standing by, that were just standing by. Look with me at verse number five, because we know these men were actually angels. Look at verse five. And as they were afraid and bowed down their faces to the earth, they said unto them, why seek ye the living among the dead? The angels asked the most profound question that we find in scripture. Why seek ye the living among the dead? Now, I don't know about you, but I usually don't go to a gravesite or a cemetery to see living people. That's not usually why I'm there. I'm there to remember a loved one, a friend who's gone on. You're there to pay your respects. But they, notice the question that the angels asked. Why do you seek the living among the dead? The fact is that they were seeking whom they expected to be dead. That's what they were doing. They were seeking whom they expected to be dead. Later, the disciples would do the same thing. They would do the same. But the angels wanted to shake their consciousness to understand that the Jesus you seek is no longer dead, but alive. He's alive. He's alive. Look at verse number six. He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spake unto you when he was yet in Galilee saying the son of man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. They remembered his words. Jesus told them what would happen. But did they believe him? Jesus told them. But did they believe him? Now, the question comes to you and I today. Do you, do I, do we believe him? Do we believe him? 
do we really? Do you realize that everything that Jesus has told you is true? Do you realize that everything he's ever spoken to you, everything he's ever declared to you, everything he's ever let you know is true. Everything is true. Do you understand that Jesus still believes in you and that he went the way of the cross just for you? Jesus went the way of the cross for you so that you would have a right to eternal life so that you would have a right to be in fellowship with the Father so that you would have a right to come into the knowledge of your purpose and your destiny. He did all of that for you. I need somebody to type in chat right now. I believe. I believe. I believe that he did it. I believe that he sacrificed. I believe that he rose from the dead. I believe. I believe in my risen Savior. Listen, do you know how you can really believe? Do you know how you can really believe? It's one word. Remember. 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 Listen, let's look back at verse 8. And they remembered his words. They remembered his words. You see, you, do you remember what Jesus told you about yourself? Do you? Do you really? Do you remember when you were reading through the word and you were going through passages with tears in your eyes, but yet the word came up to life and was almost like a defibrillator giving you life when you felt lifeless, when you felt like you were, you were ready to give up, but yet he came and quickened you, quickened your spirit, quickened your heart, quickened your mind. Do you remember? Do you remember when his words came to life in your ear when you could not hear anything else? going on around you but yet you heard the word of Jesus say I'm with you lo I'll be with you always do you remember when he spoke to you and let you know listen no you will not die you will live and not die and you will proclaim my words do you remember do you remember? Do you remember when it felt like everybody else had left you and left you alone, but yet he was there right with you, comforting you, pulling you close to him? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember what he promised you? Do you remember when you started on your path to your business, when you started on your journey? Do you remember when he began to speak to you and give you words of wisdom and give you direction and you sat and you thought it was yourself, but yet it was the Lord speaking to you? Do you remember? Do you remember? Ah, they remembered his words. They remembered his words. They remember. They remembered his words. Do you remember his words? We have to begin to remember the very things that Jesus has spoken into our hearts, into our minds. We have to remember. We have to remember. Here's the most important question. Do you remember what he did for you? Do you remember what he did for you? For you as we celebrate his rising as we celebrate his resurrection we have to remember what led to this very resurrection him laying down his life for us laying down his life for you 
and for me. He gave the ultimate sacrifice for both of us, for all of us. That's exactly what he did. Listen, if a soldier falls on the field of battle, there's a call that his family or her family will get from the president saying that a grateful nation appreciates the sacrifice that was made. At their home going, there will be a 21-gun salute that is shot in the air that is given unto that soldier to be remembered. How do we remember him? Do we remember the sacrifice, the reason, the things that he did? Watch this, watch this. How about us as his children? Do we remember? Because, you know, a father, a father oftentimes, just like a father who's raised his children, raises children to, to do well, to be responsible, to work hard. To be faithful in the area that they're called. To, to be faithful over their money and to save their money. Be disciplined. Treat people right. Do the things that you know to do that are right. Do those things. To, you, as a father, you raise them up. But yet, your child ultimately makes mistakes and their imperfections of, in life happen and manifest. And then their child comes, to that same child comes to daddy and says, Dad, I need your help. I need your help. As dad, what do you do? What do you do? You look at them and you say, don't worry. I've got you. I've got you. The child looks at you and says, dad, wait a minute. You don't know how much it costs. You don't, you don't know what, what we got to do. He says, listen, don't worry about it. It's all right. I'll pay it. I'll pay it. You see, while Jesus hung there on this cross, he hung on the cross and he looked down in the faces of those who loved him. And he looked down in the faces of those who detested him. And even at that moment with pain ravaging through his body, with life slipping away, he looked into the heavens. He said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He did all of this in the middle of that situation, in the middle of all of that going on. So in other words, in other words, Jesus was simply saying, don't worry, I'll pay it. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.